to abort. As zoning appeals, please rise for the pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Uh, tonight's meeting, like all of our meetings, is divided into two parts. The first part of the meeting are the public hearings on the eight appeals that are in front of us. Purpose of the public hearings is for the applicant who is requesting a variance from the city for the from the application of the building or zoning code to your project to present your hardship or practical difficulty or the reasons that you believe the code should not apply to you. Um, there are building and zoning codes in this city that govern how we use our property. So there's some uniformity of, of how that's used. So there's some um, um, structure to how our, our city is, um, not unlike just about every municipality and uh, um, townships in the state of Ohio. Does not mean that they're rigid. That's the reason we have this process, because if there is a reason that the uh, code should not apply to you, you have a hardship, classic hardship maybe. There's a river going through the back of your property and you can't put your house where it belongs because there's a river and you can't do anything about the river. Um, you can come and ask for a hardship. Um, we have no rivers on this appeal today. Um, but there's, there's others, there's no full list. To you. It's for you to explain to us. We've all um, seen your properties in one way or another and we've looked at your materials. Do not assume that, you know, if there's something you wanna say, say it. If there's something you wanna point out from the materials, uh, uh, pointed out. We will have questions from the members of the board um, here, so be ready to answer questions if we have such questions. Also, because this impacts your neighbors, um, you, all the neighbors or neighbors within the, uh, re the uh, requisite distance have been given notice of this public meeting. Uh, notice was also posted in front of your house, so the public knows this is happening. So that means anyone in the audience can speak to an appeal and we'll give them that opportunity. That's either for or against an, an, an appeal. Doesn't mean the neighbor decides if they like it or don't like it, but it is important because the neighbor does uh, know the lay of the land, so to speak, and how it impacts them um, is important and it certainly is a, um, is a factor. In order to uh, have the variance pass, you need four of us to say yes. That doesn't mean you get the variance. It means it goes to city council. A week from tomorrow, right here, they will vote on the variance. If city council passes it, you will have your variance. If you don't get four votes from us today, it does not go to city council pursuant to our charter. So a no today is a no. Uh, yes today means city council will decide a week from um, tomorrow at their regular uh, meeting. Immediately following our public hearings, we'll go to our regular meeting, and that is where we will um, vote on the eight appeals and whether to recommend them to city council. We encourage you to stick around after your public hearing for the regular meeting in case there are follow-up questions and also so you'll know how our, our vote went. And sometimes there are, um, there are questions. And if you leave, there'll be no one to answer the questions that we have. Um, with that, please call the roll. Ms. Gagliano? Here. Mr. Hassman? Here. Mr. Caruso? Here. Mayor Ruby? Here. Mr. Collin? Here. Mr. McCrodden? Here. Mr. Rose? Here. Our first public hearing is Appeal 2023-07. It's Eric Swiatek for Dr. Magid Rizik and Sherry Agabi, and I probably messed that up. For one, a variance from Section 1326.01 to allow two air conditioner units in the front 50% of the side of the dwelling 
um, rear 50% required, and two, a variance from section 1326.02 to install a generator in the side yard instead of the rear as required by code. This property is located at 8819 Snowville Road, permanent parcel 605-15-010. Thank you for approaching. Please identify yourself for the record. Uh, good evening. This is um, John Capitoni. Uh, Eric Swiatek, who made the application, plays on a men's hockey league. Took a stick <laughs> pretty high last night. Uh, so I'm actually the senior project manager for Otero, and I'm actually the one that's uh, the start of this house. So I'm here in his place. Fair enough. Tell us about uh, why you can't put the air conditioners pursuant to code. So this particular house um, has a few challenges. On, on the east side of the property, um, if I, can I, can I approach the monitor? Yes, you can. Okay. E either so, one. Let me go and demonstrate this first. So here, um, we've actually got a patio here, okay? And it would be, this 50% would be about here back. This is a walkout patio. Uh, we have a retaining wall plan here to actually screen the, the generator and the other AC unit that would go here. So this rock wall would actually push back a little bit. We would tuck that in this corner, and then we have rows of landscaping that would, that would try to hide that there. Now, since this application was placed, we were actually able to find some additional space. We have three, we have three air conditioner condensers on this house. Uh, the challenge was that on the west side of the house, We've only got a limited amount of space between this patio and the garage parking lot to locate those utilities. We were able to get two of those units here by reconfiguring some of the uh, plumbing intake exhaust uh, uh, distribution. So we were able to create a space for another unit. So now we've only got one condenser to hide over here and then the generator. The generator, as you can see, the gas, the main gas comes up to the side of the property. So a couple issues with locating a generator behind the property is obviously this grade. Um, you guys see this grade is, falls off pretty steeply here once we get to the back of the patio. Uh, this area is actually retained by a rock wall, and then this is a set of walkout stairs that come from this patio down to here. So it would be pretty impractical to put that generator here. Uh, also, if we bring up here, we can utilize some of the existing screening, which you don't see on this plan. I brought landscape plans uh, with me that we we're going to utilize um, some of the existing screening on this side to also shield that from the neighbors by infilling with our own. And then, so that would cover the area between our property and the neighboring property. And as far as the road goes, we're about 500 feet off the road at this point, uh, back with the wheel. So with this amount of landscaping here, plus the mounds along Snowville, we can feel pretty comfortable that this is going to be, you know, really inconspicuous. What about the uh, neighbor that's, that's uh, directly to the uh, east? To the east. So <clears throat> we're 90 foot off to the property line from, from the side of our house to, to the property line. I, I estimate they're probably another 50 or so off of their property line, maybe even more. Um, they've got, and I brought some pictures with me if you'd like to see those, they've got pretty significant uh, evergreens on that side of the property now that we would also infill. That house also, it looks like they have their pool uh, mechanical equipment on that side of the house. So it looks like they've already got some mechanical equipment on that side of the house now that they've also attempted to screen. So we feel like given that and given the position of this house in relationship to theirs with the additional landscaping, it should, it should be pretty, uh, you know, pretty inconspicuous. The other thing that the, our clients did, um, they, they purchased a generator that actually runs at 1800 RPMs which normally they run at like 3,600 RPMs, which is a little louder. This is actually a quieter unit. 
Um, so it also runs quieter than, than a lot of um, standard units. So we're down to one AC condenser um, and a quieter generator, and then we have you know a, a good amount of landscape screening that we've built into the design to, to really hide that. And I trust that the the owner, I know these have to be run every periodic once a week or so they have to run right. to test these, would be a, a, amenable to working with the neighbor if it is a time that it's at a time where it's going to be less um, intrusive on the neighbor, you know, not like when they're having their patio, having a dinner Absolutely. at 7 o'clock at night or something. So, so they, they obviously were very concerned about, you know, going to the step and, and uh, we, that was one of the reasons they wanted to go to a quieter generator. Uh, they made that election on their own to be good neighbors. We act, they actually came to us and said, what can we do to move this somewhere else? So we explored all the options with the site and it wasn't practical. The other challenge we have on the back of this house, this house is living in place um, or aging in place. We call it living in place. So our patio is flush with the back of the house. So that means we don't have any exposed rim joist. We're actually a little bit lower than the patio there. So we don't have any access to come out of the house with a gas line there either. So we're, we're compounded by a few issues, but we did try to accommodate that in a few different ways. And what's stopping you from that somewhat level ground going back is that's where your, your walkout is Correct. for the uh, for the house, it's the nature of the design of the house. That's right. Uh, any further questions, members of the board? Yes, I do have one question. <clears throat> you talked about putting some screening in front of it between the, the unit and the street. Yes. Is that going to completely cover the unit, or is that going to be low ground cover? No, I would I, we would assume that the, these being, you know, no more than three foot high, we would use, you know, some larger vegetation to, to really screen those. For the bigger screening really happens at the street. So, so their, their intention <clears throat> is to have about a four to five foot mound with western cedars on it pretty much grown into a hedgerow. So their intention is that most of the house isn't visible from the street anyhow. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Any other questions? Mr. Conner. Yeah, Mr. Chairman. Uh, I have a question. This is a, a new house. Uh, why weren't the uh, air conditioning, air conditioner compressor uh, uh, placements and the generator placement um, configured into the original design? Um, now you're in the position where you're saying the patio makes it impossible to position these things in the back of the house. I understand you've got sort of a different argument for why the generator needs to be where you're proposing to put it, but with respect to the uh, air conditioning units, why weren't they designed um, to be put behind the house originally? So the honest answer is that we actually intended for this to be part of the original design approval process. So it was our intent to get these located on and approved as part of the plans on the site plan. Uh, we were able to get through um, the approval process without that becoming clear and, and, and approved as a variance. Um, and quite frankly, it should have been. So that was our intent all along. Um, it actually wasn't until Steve uh, came out and, and, and informed us that, hey, we probably were not in compliance. Um, so it was our intention from the beginning to have that approved in, in part of the plan. Thank you. I think what you just told us is that that when you were putting the plan before anything, any, anything happened with this house, the whole original plans, you didn't plan for this to come through the variance then uh, because because you know, you didn't weren't aware 
I'm not sure I understood exactly what the yeah, answer so to that question was. I, I, somebody should have been aware, let's put it that way. Um, what I could tell you is that we carved out a couple places uh, on the site for, for those utilities. And, and it was our understanding, or at least mine, uh, at that point that you know, we, we would be compliant once we got through the review process. I think that somehow we were able to get through without that being specified and, and shown as a variance, um, it should have been. You mean through planning? Correct. Okay. That, thank you. And it's, I mean, the back of the patio, this is a steep drop-off. It is. It, no matter what you did. Yeah. So I think the back was never going to be a great option uh, for anything because of the nature of the terrain. Is that correct? I, I, I think that's true. All right. Any further questions <coughs> from members of the board? Just one comment. Uh, the councilman just mentioned about uh, the planning process. Planning Commission only sets the uh, setback, nothing more. They don't examine to see if you need to have, you know, uh, any changes or any modifications made to your house, just the setback. Um, so it wouldn't go through that process. Where it's very clear is in our code, and when you make application, it says that you're to put those units to the rearmost of the property. That's from day one. If you get our book, if you get our, uh, our, our codes to guide you to where the, you're going to place your house and, and all the other things that you need to, to know about building the property there, it's there. So I, I don't know if you missed it, you just ignored it, or you just figured you'd build it and ask for forgiveness and, and put it on the side. So we certainly want. don't like the latter. Um, our well, I don't like was it either, but I'm sure what you're saying is is that you're, you're going to have uh, practical difficulty putting it somewhere else other than where you want to put it. Is that not correct? Uh, I, that's true. Um, I, I think that would also have been true from, I, I think where we, yes, obviously someone should have been aware of, of, the, uh, of the requirements. And I could tell you that our, our, our preference would have been to specifically go through that process in the beginning and make sure this was part of the you know, plan from day one. Those never got drawn on, and, and we're talking about it now. Um, ideally, we would we would have been able to pr present that before we started building the house. Um, but we're here now, and, and given the circumstances, all we can do is is present this information and, and let everyone decide um, how to move forward. It was a mistake on our part. Um, you know, obviously, we, we should be aware of the code, and uh, clearly, you know, someone missed that section, and we, we missed a step. Well, to your advantage of the fact that you're so far back from the road, you're so far away from any neighbor, it shouldn't really create a problem. But uh, that's probably your only saving grace in this. Yeah, we feel that way too. Um, I'll tell you, Mayor, it, it, we haven't worked in, in Rexville in an awfully long time. Um, it has been a pleasure uh, working here. I hope we do more houses, and uh, this has been a great experience for us. So, Thank you for up, Not to make this any longer but if you had come with the drawing because this is obviously the uh, design that the owner wants you know for this house is would you possibly come with the same variance requests because you'd want to put the patio where it is you want to put the generator because that's where the gas line is yes we, we likely would have we would have come with this from the very beginning All right thank you anyone for the audience wish to speak to this appeal he's been tortured enough you all think um <laughs> Do I hear a motion to close? <coughs> so moved. Second. Moved by Mr. Crusoe. Uh, second. How many RPMs did you say that generator? 1,800. 1,800. Yeah. 
<laughs> and second amendment, Mr. Hasman. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 <laughs> you opposed. Thank you. Our second public hearing is Appeal 2023-08. It is um, Eric Hill for a variance from Section 1151.25D2B, a maximum of 192 square feet to allow 720 square feet for a shed. Located at 5250 Oaks Road, permanent parcel 603-11-026. Good evening. Good evening. I'm, obviously, I'm not Eric Hill. I'm Darlene Hill. He's home with the flu. Oh, so well, I get the lucky job tell today. Him we appreciate so it. So I will do the best here. that I can. So um, before I start, I have a letter from a neighbor, and I have a rough draft of the drawing if you would like to see it. Yeah, you can approach and walk. The drawing may be the, what we already have. I don't know, but yeah, it can it can walk around. Um, with it can go with Miss okay. Gagliano, and she she can pass along. So, I, I guess you want the reason why we want yeah, to have this, correct? Yes, okay, so we own the house that's next to us, so we have four acres. Um, the next house is being rented. It was my mother-in-law's who passed away about a couple years ago. The shed that we have on her property is what we're using now for all of our equipment. It is very tiny and the roof is collapsing. And all the animals have come up through the floor. There's no flooring. So obviously we want to now move the shed over on our property in the back of our house and um, to be able to house two lawnmowers, a rake, leaf, all other equipment that needs to um, take care of both properties. Your letter, uh, well, the record will note you have a letter um, um, from um, Ms. Papadouik. Yes. Um, that's your tenant? No, no, she's our neighbor. Okay. You said you were renting the house. We're renting the other, she's our neighbor oh, to the, like, okay, you're renting the, the other right, side. The house, yeah, that's my mother in law's. We're renting that house. The only thing different on that drawing is we spoke to the builders the other day and the side of it where it says where the wood's going to be and it's all open, we've decided to move it to the other side. That's uh, basically, uh, what is, that can be for, like storage? Storage like, for wood, for firewood. Like firewood? Yeah, it's going to be all open. <clears throat> and that's what, it, that adds to this square footage, that lean-to? Correct. We don't have a height issue, Mr. Senek. No. Anyone for the uh, for any other board member have a question? Anyone from the audience wish to speak to this appeal? I see someone over there. Yes, sir. Could you could identify yourself? Come up, please. Identify. Robert Prishnicki, 9435 Bar Road. I'm, uh, I have a few questions. Um, what's the construction going to be on the, on the shed? It's it's going to be well. It's going to be aluminum siding, aluminum roof, and aluminum siding. Is it going to have or a, steel? I'm sorry, steel. Have a foundation or going to have a gravel for right now? Yes. Uh, hopefully, in four years, once the 
the ground settles because it's been in the woods. We've had we not we tore down 35 trees, and it's it's very soft. So for right now, and we may keep it gravel depending on how how it all settles. But is it is it going to have a footer or foundation around the walls? They they're going to put posts. Posts and all. Uh, I have a problem with that because of the uh, groundhogs and the other rodents that we have in the area. I'd like to see it with a foundation on it. And I got the same problem over at my place. I have a retaining walls and it's full of, full of groundhogs. Um, what are you going to do with the second floor? It's, there's going to be a half loft and it's for storage. Are you going to heat it? Uh, we have a hot belly stove from the original shed that we're going to bring over. We are not going to run heat through there. Just use that. What's going to keep the sparks from flying out of it through the chimney? What kind of chimney can have metal or uh, masonry? Um, I'm not sure. Popoli stove doesn't. Don't they just? I'm not 100% sure, but don't they just run out of the the wall? I don't know. What can you have? Can, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I don't have that answer. Well, I have. I have a consideration on the sparks coming out. Um, you can have a driveway up to it. Gravel. Gravel. Which we have a gravel driveway right now. Mm. You're gonna tear down the old shed. Yes. <coughs> well, my only concern is the foundation. And is the uh, open area gonna be, the porch area gonna be part of the footage of the, what you're asking for? Yeah. Yes. <coughs> That's really my only Thank concern. You. Could you give us a, your address again, please, sir? Pardon me? Could you give your address again, just for a record, please? 9435 Bar Road. Thank you. Anyone else from the audience wish to speak to this appeal? Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, ma'am. Anything Can further? I ask yes. For a clarification from yes. this gentleman. Yes. Excuse me, sir. Before you leave, um, <clears throat> you were concerned about the foundation. Could you? I, I didn't quite hear the reason why that was a concern for you. <clears throat> well, it is in the woods. We have a lot of groundhogs up there and groundhogs. squirrels and opossums and skunks. And um, without a foundation, you're just looking for trouble. Animals coming in into the, into the, uh, into the structure. I, see. I know they, they put rat boards around it, but sometimes those ain't good enough. Uh, excuse me, one, one clarification. I'm looking at the overhead uh, map. So does your property then abut the back side of uh, yes. the uh, applicant's property? Yes. Okay, thank you. Mr. Persnicki, did you see this? The drawing of what it looks like? I know I saw Okay, you saw it then? You saw this drawing? Why don't you come on up and you can, yeah, you have, can have that copy. Yeah, you can have it. Sir, his house is about 150 feet from yep. our house. Yep, right. That's the kind of structure they want to build. Hmm? You know my concern. I don't Thank you, sir. Now, does any further questions? <clears throat> Do I hear a motion to close? So moved. Second. Moved by Mr. McCrodden, seconded by Mr. Collin. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Any opposed? Any abstentions? Thank you. Our next public hearing is Appeal 2309, ARP Heating and Air Conditioning Inc. <laughs> for Cliff 
um, Belmore and Patricia Babington for a variance from section 1326.02 to install a generator in the side yard instead of the rear as required <coughs> by code located at 7825 Oakhurst Circle, permanent parcel 602-01-017. Good evening. Good evening. I'm Andy Peck. I own ARP heating and air conditioning. Good evening. Tell us about so, um, the reason. Mr. Belmore and Mrs. Babington were requesting to put the generator on the side. You probably all have pictures that I submitted yes, um, next to the fireplace there. Um, the hardship is the backyard's all completely finished with stone and hardscaping and a pool swimming pool and also the utilities are all on right near their generator right on that side of the house my gas and my electric are all on that side so putting it anywhere else would mess up the backyard setting and also be a hardship monetarily for moving the utilities all the way to the other side of the basement because you're placing it at the most efficient spot for uh <laughs> A generator yeah, it's, it's tucked away it's hidden the air conditioners there uh, so it's going to be sort of behind the air you, you really won't see it from the street uh, it's tucked up against the fireplace is the plan to uh, landscape it in some manner so it whatever will be, you require yes you would it do. will be you know so mm -hmm. we if we make if we were to recommend if we made it conditional on there being a landscape to um, shield it from the street and from sure. neighbors that's that's sure, acceptable they'd be, they'd be more than happy to do that certainly any other questions from members of the board? I'll just make a comment. <clears throat> My recollection is that there's quite a bit of room between uh, the house that we're in question and the one to the west. Yes, sir. And That's there's correct. also uh, evergreens there. They're uh, That's buffered pretty well. And currently things, buffers yes, it. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone from the audience wish to speak to this appeal? Hearing nothing further, do I hear a motion to close? So moved. Second. Moved by Mayor Ruby, seconded <clears throat> by Mr. Caruso. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Any opposed? Any abstentions? Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Our next appeal is 2023-10, Woodland Deck Company for Mark and Christy Sponseller for one, a variance from section 1151.3924, an enclosed porch not allowed to allow hot tub screening to project in front of the building line, and two, a variance in section 1151.262 to install a hot tub in the front of the <coughs> building line on a corner lot located at 6610 Morningside Drive, permanent parcel 603-21-077. Good evening. Please identify yourself for the record and tell us about your request. Hi, I'm Christina Sponseller. I'm the owner. And um, this is Steve Steltic with the deck company. Um, so uh, hello for the third time, third uh, month in a row. Uh, we would have uh, put this as part of the initial variance back in January. I was unaware that we needed a variance for the location of the hot tub. We added on eight feet so that our property faces Morningside. The side yard is Greystone. Mm -hmm. So we added on this porch on the Greystone side, which was eight feet. And part of our initial design, we came up with this back in the summertime and the fall and the hot tub was always going to be in this corner. Um, my neighbors are aware of it, and we wanted to do a privacy screen on the corners, you know. So the romances who are our Greystone neighbor, they were very much like, well, we would just want to screen. We don't really want to see anything that's going on there. So this has all been talked about. So back in January, after the first variance, once we had the engineers come out, they were like, oh, well, you need a variance for this. So it wasn't until then that we put in for it. Um, so we've made all these decisions based on the design 
And so the hot tub itself is seven by seven, and we are coming out eight feet from the property line for the deck. Mr. Sinek, the uh, screening is because this is, for uh, we call it a porch, this isn't a fence, right? This isn't a six foot fence that's Correct. going around it's screening. this. It's a screening for a, it's part of the building basically. Correct. And what was previously approved was an open porch. Right. Now it's screened and hence we're here. Right, and it, it's not a, uh, um, the hot tub isn't the issue. Uh, the hot tub is also before the board. The hot tub is placed in front of the building line on a corner. And that's that's so it, it needs it, that to be moved back about eight foot. Yeah, and that's that same issue of it is a corner lot, so they've got that challenge when you have a corner lot, mm -hmm. um, which is the challenge we talked about when you were doing the porch. All right, I've got it. Any further questions, members of the board? Anyone from the audience wish to speak to this appeal? Hearing. Nothing further. <laughs> do I hear a motion I, to close? Sorry. I do not close yet. Oh. I have a question okay. if I may, Mr. Chairman. Okay. Um, the, the screening, um, will, will people be able to see through the screening uh, to see the hot tub or will it be completely no, enclosed? No, it, it it, it's going to look a little bit like a fence, but I'm open to design. Like if you guys don't want it to look like a fence and you want it to look more decorative, then I'm fine with that. I mean, we're kind of open. But do you have anything to add? Yeah, right now it's uh, like cedar stand up and it's tight. You know, stain to match the deck is kind of what we have going now. So mm -hmm. solid with minimal, just a little air gaps for expansion, but not not so you can see through it. Yeah, I'm, I'm just curious about the level of privacy sure, and sure. <clears throat> what people will see when they're driving down, yeah, down the street. It's pretty clean. It's just, you know, it's very just, you know, it's <coughs> one by six cedar planks up and down with a trim piece on top and bottom and it's sitting on the deck. You know, so it would be part of the deck structure. And the uh, the shed that we approved, I think, last month will probably hide most of it for, from the traffic coming from the west. For sure. Yeah, because yeah, I think it's pretty much in line with it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Good questions. Any other questions? <clears throat> Anyone with the audience after hearing that? Do I hear a motion to close? So moved. Second. Moved by Mr. Collins, seconded by Mr. McCrodden. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Any opposed? Any abstentions? Thank you. Our next appeal is Appeal 2023-11. Blind and Sons for Mark Ramis for a variance from Section 1326.02 to install a generator in the side yard instead of the rear as required by code located at 9520 Whitewood Permanent Whitewood Road permanent parcel 601-21-048 Good evening tell us about your request and why you want to put it where you want to put it All right my name is Mark Ramis I'm the homeowner and this is a representative from Linden Sun who are going to be installing the generator um, at my house So Tom was over on Saturday and we polished off a fifth of bourbon walking around the house trying to figure this out well, <laughs> not really but uh, on, do you guys have these photos here? We do. Okay. We do. So, oops, we appreciate it. Uh, at least I appreciate it. The photo it. that you're looking at right now was where originally the only place we could determine that would be the most logical to put it. And I have to remove that pine tree and it would sit right there. It gives it clearance from the windows and clearance from the house and clearance from the fence. 
it gives easy access to the gas, but access to electric is going to be a hell that they got to deal with because the electric has to go clear across the entire house to the very other far side. Um, what other, okay, if you go forward another picture, yeah, that's the other, that was the second location to possibly put this generator, um, but it really is tight trying to get uh, clearance from that window without putting the generator out in the middle of the yard. And also, you really can't see it from here, but underneath this addition to the house is an inaccessible crawl space. And there's a vent kind of right where my shadow is on the house, right next to the ground. So that permanently open vent and that window are the main concerns for putting it there. Um, although it could go there if needed, but I don't think it would be the best place in my opinion for it but that's up to you folks um, if do you have this photo that shows the front of the house with two air yeah that one there the red letters show where the original place was to put it and the yellow letters are were our second choice on the backyard side of the fence and um, it, where that arrow is actually pointing at that tree is about 39 inches off the ground and so if the generator were put there because there's a, a hill there, you're only gonna see like the top this much of the generator from the road because of that slant. So uh, you're not going to see, even the generator, you're only seeing the top two thirds of it, or I mean the air conditioning unit because of that hill. So I don't know if that matters. But why I can't put it anywhere else, there are some other photos in that packet there that show Yep, that's the back side of the house. Um, there were some people suggested that we could put it in the grass next to the patio, which I'm not a fan of because there's a maple tree that's on the other side of that patio and it refuses to grow its roots under the ground and they're all on top. Causes me heaving with the patio and I'm assuming eventually it would heave that generator also. Um, and you can see from here that the entire well, you can't see the entire, but the entire backside of the house is hardscaped with free-laid brick patios and concrete in the driveway. The entire east side of the house is nothing but concrete driveway right up next to the garage. So I'm kind of limited to where I can put it to those two spots, either right there on that corner of the house or on the street side of the fence, closer to that fence. And then I... And also, I don't know that this is a, anything to do with this meeting, but I've also got uh, Dominion that's coming out because they wonder, and that right you're seeing there is a note from my neighbors, or letter. They also have a Generac that's within almost spitting distance from my fence. Mm -hmm. So they don't have a problem with me putting the, the generator in anyway. But uh, Dominion is coming out sometime soon. They think that the generator or the gas meter is gonna have to be replaced because they don't know that it's gonna have enough um, furnishing up gas to add that onto the house. These guys might be better able to tell me that, but um, they're supposed to be coming out sometime in the next week or so to look at it and, and see if they need to replace the, uh, the gas meter. But other than that, that is, uh, that's, that's where uh, 
the only places we can find to put it. Tom said, I cannot put it on the roof. <laughs> we would need a variance if you were trying to do that. So, <laughs> the, uh, you're, you've, you've had the two choices you're putting on the side, the tree spot and the other fence spot, we'll call it. But what is your request? If you had a preference, would it, you know, where would you want to put it? I would much prefer it to be in our first choice on the street side of the fence, which would be that first picture where the pine tree has to come out. Um, for a couple of reasons, if we put it over on the other side, you're going to have those a big, long, exposed gas line and a big uh, power cable run that are going to have to run somewhere. I don't know if they go on the side of the siding or if they go down on the brick foundation, which is really, it looks like there's less than a foot between the ground and the bricks. And um, I just thought that that's an awful lot of exposed service pipes. It, and it, if it was that front location, if that's as the board discusses it, just like the previous, you'd be amenable to the uh, application or the variance be conditional on it being screened in some manner with uh, some sort of a bushes or whatever. I realize yes. Hill's taking care of it, but you would put other to screen it for the street I would for your neighbor. I think Tom and I talked a little bit about this when he was over there about some kind of screening and I can, I'm okay with putting whatever it is to kind of screen it, including more of this white picket fence, although I don't know if that would look out of place. Um, obviously you can't block the front of the generator in it needs to have three feet for people to get in there to do maintenance right. but there's plenty of, there'd be room for like shrubs or some kind of uh, that would be a natural yes screen. if you were looking at this tree what you're going to see yeah what you're going to see right next to that tree you can see like some uh kind of hard to see on that but there's a, a spigot a water spigot mm -hmm. coming out kind of right to that tree and there's those little blocks that are on the ground to just you know contain water um if it were placed in this area there would be about a foot on the left side between that and the spigot and 24 inches i think between the fence and the generator and it would be the shortest gas run that i can get uh, we talked about, Tom and I, about putting it on the other side of the air conditioning unit, but we didn't think that that, we, we just felt that was too close to the front of the house to do it. Fair enough. Any other questions from members of the board? Anyone from the audience wish to speak to this appeal? Hearing no further questions, we'll hear a motion to close. Do you have anything to say? Uh, no. I mean, that's a, that's a good spot for it. Uh, Gas length of gas run is one major consideration. Anytime we're doing a generator, you want to keep that gas run pretty short. You have friction loss and stuff, and generators require the gas. So that's a, kind of the only spot, really, too, though, for this house. Thank you. All right. Do I hear a motion to close? Second. Um, moved by Mr. Hasman, seconded by Ms. Gagliano. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Any opposed? Any abstentions? Thank you. Our <coughs> next appeal is Appeal 2023-12, Richard uh, Nyden for Fog Snowville LLC for one, a variance from Section 1157C2, minimum 25-foot side yard parking setback, required to allow 14.23 feet. Two, a variance from Section 1183.04C, 
minimum 10 by 20 foot parking spaces required to allow nine foot by 18 foot and three, a variance from section 1183.15 B1, minimum 10 foot landscape island widths required in parking lots to allow nine feet located at 5800 West Snowville Road, permanent parcel 604-23-05. Good evening, just identify yourself please. Hey, uh, my name's Richard Knight and I'm with the Ray Fogg Building Methods. Um, the, the building that uh, you see is uh, our, our um, Snowville um, Business Center 3. And we went through uh, preliminary planning and, and we, we got the building situated and the parking situated and the driveway. So I, I think it all made um, uh, sense and, and the, the, the planning commission uh, uh, granted us preliminary approval. But it was based on, uh, to make it work, we, we um, had a, used nine by uh, 18 parking spaces. And then the uh, nine foot islands would just go with that because it makes it, the, the islands modular with the parking spots. And then there's one place along the east um, parking lot where uh, the, it, it pinches to the east property line uh, where the, the side yard goes from 25 down to, I believe it was 14 and some change. And that's, uh, that, that was the variance that we were asking for on that one spot. And that's, that variance is necessary for you to get the spots that you've gotten squeezed in there. Yes. And the, uh, the I, I saw from the minutes at planning, that some studies were due of, of how many parking spots would actually be needed for this kind of office, you know? So that study was done of determining whether all these spots would even be needed. Yes, I, I mean, the, the, preliminarily, we, we, we got an agreement on the number of spots, um, you know, based on those studies, so yes. All right, any further questions? Mr. Hasman. Um, what, who's going to occupy this building? Uh, what kind of a business is going to be run out of this building? Um, we, 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 don't, we don't know yet. It, it would be a, a built on, on speculation. That, so, you know, when a, when a renter came, I mean, the, the, uh, the, the uh, people that would lease it would have to be compliant with, with, the, with the zoning that the building, you know, is, is zoned under. But right now we don't have a, a, a tenant, no. I see. I, I guess I'm a little bit concerned about the size of the parking spaces. Uh, thinking that if it were to be a medical building, for example, it could be some difficulty for people to get in and out of their cars, especially among the seniors among us. Um, again, the reason why you had to reduce the size of the parking spots is or in order to comply with the number of parking spaces that are required? Am I understanding? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we definitely had to reduce it to, to, to get the number of spaces on because the, the whole lot, uh, there, there's quite a few wetlands on the, on, on the lot. So, I mean, we're, we're uh, to get the, the building, the, the, the size we, we'd like to make sense for us and a and number of uh, parking spots that suffice for that uh, building. Um, that's, that's the layout that we, you know, worked with planning and came up with that makes sense. All right. Thank you. Let me just follow up on that. The issue is to get a economically viable building on there and the parking spaces, you need a certain size building. And what's constraining you is that they're wetlands. If, they're, if this was just a plain old no wetlands, you'd probably not be here because you'd be able to put your building on there and get parking spots. Well, de de definitely the, the wetlands were the, were the constraint, the hardship, whatever, the, to, to make it work, yes. It's Thank you. Any other this, questions? This is complying with all the setbacks from the wetlands? Yeah, we're, 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 we're not encroaching on any of the wetlands. 
<coughs> I think the engineer. Is any of this parking um, land banked, or is it just? Um, yeah, there's some there's a parking land bank to the to the um, to the north, you know, towards Snowville. Any further questions? Anyone from the audience wish to speak to this appeal? Hearing nothing further, do I hear a motion to close? So moved. Second. Moved by Mr. Collins, seconded by Mr. McCrodden. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Any opposed? Any abstentions? Thank you, sir. Our next appeal is Appeal 2023-13, Power On Generators for uh, Mike Butkovic for variance from Section 1326.02. To install a generator on the side yard instead of the rear is required by code, located at 6770 Rivercrest Drive, permanent parcel number 601-03-055. Good evening. Please identify yourself and tell us about your hardship. Uh, Kelly Betts, Power on Generators. <clears throat> uh, basically, I have the same argument as the previous gentleman. The property to the rear is basically a drop-off. Um, it's all hard stone in the back. Um, AC units on that back corner. That's basically the same argument. Yep. Uh, there is screening already existing, and we can add more if needed. Um, it's not basically a drop off. It is a drop off. There. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> we're, literally. We're very a, familiar with we were, with yeah. that development in those houses. So there's kind of no place else to put it. Fair enough. Any other questions? Uh, just a question about the neighbor. Um, what is it, 6772. Any uh, comments or feedback, feedback from the neighbor? He has no objection to it. I don't have any paperwork proving that, but they're friends. So. Thank you. Good question. Anything further? Anyone from the audience wish to speak to this appeal? Do I hear a motion to close? So move. Second. Moved by Mr. Hasman, seconded by Mr. Crusoe. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Any opposed? Any abstentions? Thank you. Thank you. Our uh, final public hearing is Appeal 2023-14. It's Robert and Kristen Schwab for one, a variance in Section 1185.03a, maximum fence height of four feet to allow six feet, and two, a variance from Section 1185.02 to install a solid vinyl-type fence instead of the permitted type of fence located at 11500 Cherokee Lane, permanent parcel 602-11-038. Good evening. Please identify yourself and tell us about your hardship. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Robert Schwab. I'm the owner of the property at 11500 Cherokee Lane. Um, what I'm asking for is a variance on the four-foot height regulation uh, for a uh, fence around my backyard. A uh, couple of reasons for that is, is, number one, my wife is disabled and uh, it makes it difficult for her to get around. She's, she has to have a wheelchair to get around, and with a six-foot privacy fence, it would afford her a little more security in our backyard. Um, we live very close to the Cuyahoga Valley National Park, as you all know, mm -hmm. uh, which is right down the road from us on Weiss and uh, Riverview. And at night, you can hear the coyotes get very vocal, and I have seen some in, uh, some indication of coyotes in the neighborhood with footprints in the snow and that. Uh, we also have pets that we'd like to let out, and with a four-foot fence, it's not much of a deterrent to a uh, wild animal, either a uh, coyote or the multitude of deer that are around the uh, neighborhood. Uh, 
we are asking for a, uh, we are planning to put in a vinyl privacy fence. Um, it's through uh, May Fence uh, out of May, I think it's Mayfield Village. Uh, one of the better vinyl fence companies around. Have you spoken to your neighbor, the, the one that's towards your backyard uh, uh, on Cherokee? Uh, you mean the one on uh, Chautauqua? Correct. Yeah. Yes, I can see both uh, Waverly and, uh, uh, what's his name, Lubinger. We can see their uh, backyards. Uh, yeah. There was a four-foot wooden fence that was around the property when we bought it, but it was so badly rotted that the previous owner just had put in snow fence stakes in order to hold the fence up, so we got rid of it instead of leaving it as an eyesore. And I think a couple of my neighbors were pretty happy that that fence was gone. Did you, did you speak to your neighbors about putting up a six-foot? Yes, I have. I, I spoke to uh, the uh, McHughes. I've spoken to the uh, Jankas and uh, the Borways. And I spoke to uh, Wade and Waverly. Uh, I did not get a chance to speak to uh, Lubinger. Uh, about it, I, but the four that I did speak to, they had no problem with it. Any other questions from members of the board? Mr. Hasman. Mr. Schwab, <clears throat> I guess I'm not sold on the idea of going to a six-foot fence when it would seem like a four-foot fence would probably be adequate for the reasons that you stated. Um, you know, coyotes aren't known to, I don't think, jump that high and so uh, on and why, why wouldn't that be sufficient? I lived in Bedford uh, and I was surrounded by Metro Parks off Santon Circle and Button Road. I don't know if you're familiar with that area or not. But it's uh, part of the Tinker's Creek Reservation and there were a lot of coyotes and there's actually warnings in that area about a coyote habitat area. Now I had a four foot high chain link fence and I can't tell you the number of times that I would look out my bedroom window and see a coyote in the backyard inside my fence. And the minute they heard my, heard my window open, it was up and over like it wasn't even there. <coughs> Actually jumped over it, yes. Without a springboard. Without a springboard. <clears throat> And, and what, could you tell me a little bit more about this fence you want to put in? What color is it? It would be a white vinyl fence, very neutral colored. Uh, it's a uh, heavier gauge uh, fence than you would normally get at, say, like uh, Home Depot or Lowe's. Mm -hmm. I, believe, uh, I believe it's uh, 3 seconds, almost an eighth of an inch thick. It's, it's a heavy duty, uh, long term uh, Vinyl fencing. I, I, I don't recall the name of the manufacturer, but uh, May Fence is the one that handles it, and they're one of the exclusive uh, handlers of that fence in the area. And, and have you considered uh, a standard wooden fence, a board-on-board -board type fence? I could. And, and that might be sufficient? They, yeah, I mean, it, they're pretty much... I, I believe they're almost... The wood may be a little bit less. I'm not sure what that what that cost was, but we went with the, we, we had priced out the vinyl because it's low maintenance and it looks good on both sides. Because I know when you have wood fence, you have to have the best side out towards your neighbors so that they don't see all the backer boards and everything. But uh, that was one of the reasons why we wanted to go with vinyl. 
I'm still a little concerned about the height of the fence. Uh, mm -hmm. I, 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 you know, I, a lot of people in Brexville have issues with coyotes and so on, and mm -hmm. you know, I'm afraid of the precedent that this could set and so on. So uh, that concerns me. Okay. Is the fence going to be um, opaque, or is it going to, you know, you're going to see through the it fence? It will be opaque. Okay. Any other questions, members of the board? Yeah, yes, Mr. Schwab, uh, a couple of questions. How long have you lived in this residence? Uh, it will be two years in September. And uh, when did you take down the, the remnants of the, of the previous fence? Uh, we took it down, I want to say last May. And had that been a four-foot uh, wooden fence? Yes. Yeah, it, it was a decrepit wood, redwood-looking cedar fence that no maintenance had been done on for years. Um, now, when I visited your property uh, the other day, I, I think I talked to your wife. Yes. Um, I was curious about whether you were going to put in some, uh, I guess, extended patio in the backyard or anything that would uh, uh, we're facilitate her mobility. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, that would facilitate her mobility in the backyard. Yeah, we're looking to put on a, a deck so that she can roll out the French doors off the kitchen or off the great room and go out onto the pa out onto the deck and enjoy the outside air. Okay, and just to follow up on something that uh, Mr. Hasman uh, raised, um, am I correct that you would have no objection to uh, the kind of offense that the city ordinance, that, that would be compliant with the city ordinance in terms of uh, construction? I'm not talking about the height, but I'm talking about the... Uh, uh, no, we, can, we could... Yeah, the style. style. Yeah, we... I. If we have to, we can revisit, you know, changing out from the vinyl to the wood. Yeah, I, I'm concerned about the concept of, of a, a privacy fence because I don't think that that's something that uh, the city uh, uh, encourages. And uh, uh, so if you would be amenable to um, a conforming fence separate and apart from the height that you're asking for, I think that would... Uh, uh, address my concerns. Okay. Because it seems that there's two things going on. You know, it's the, I don't want a coyote, but I also don't want the neighbors looking in into my yard, you know, and, and it is kind of a stockade situation in Brexville. Generally, that's not what Brexville is, where you, mm -hmm. where you, you, you sit in your yard and then you have a big wall around it. It's just, if you look around, there's very, very few instances of that. Yes, I, I, you know, so they sir, it's like, it's, it's two questions. So and I appreciate your questions, Mr. Collin. Anyone else? Anyone from the audience wish to speak to this appeal? We, we have someone who wants to speak. Please approach, sir. Um, <clears throat> yes, my name is Bruce Colmott, and I live at 11524 Cherokee Lane. <clears throat> I've been there since 1970. Before then, uh, I lived on Hilton Road since 1947. Uh, I know Bob, and I would like to commend Bob because he bought that property and he really fixed it up nice. 
It's a beautiful front yard. <clears throat> Cut some trees down in the back. It looks really nice compared to the used car lot it used to be. <laughs> but <clears throat> my concern, um, I have no problem with a fence, four-foot fence, uh, great as far as I'm concerned. A fence any higher, the problem with the backyards there, his house was the first house built on uh, Cherokee Lane. It's the only single family house. The rest of the houses are up and down. It's a single floor house. And I guess uh, Snyder built it as a prudential house. It used to be the old Acker farm. That was a chicken and pig farm. Um, <clears throat> what happened was at the end of our street, it's a cul-de-sac, dead end street, and they scraped land in back of my yard, the next one down, I'm the second house down from Bob, by the way. They scraped the house next to me, next to Bob, my house, and probably three or four down, took all that land down and put it down the end of our street because there was a swamp. In order to build houses, they had Snyder had to fill that up. So in my backyard, there's a little hill that goes right up to the houses back on the development of that uh, arrowhead. And uh, next door at uh, Jared's house, the hill goes up about five to six feet. And on Jared's side next to Bob, from Jared's backyard up to the back goes from like three foot up to about five foot. You put a six foot fence there, he's gonna have a 10 foot fence at the end of his yard. And you know, I, I don't think it would be a good idea to be personally. If you were to look at the lay of that land, you said you've been there, you could see the hill on the back and the hill on the side. That's the problem with that property there, going to a large fence. I have no problem at all with a four foot fence, whatever he wants to build. As far as coyote goes, they're nocturnal. They don't come around at night. I mean, they're only there at night, so they're never there during the day. I've never seen one in the day. Seen a lot at night, late in the night. Back when I left my backyard, I had 12 deer in my backyard walking across. <laughs> so, thank you. Thank you. Anyone else from the audience wish to speak to this appeal? Yes, ma'am, could, uh, could you please approach? <clears throat> I'm Sue Comont, 11524 Cherokee. At one time, the house on the east side of us decided to build a six-foot fence. We were stunned to come home and find that six-foot wall right there. That's exactly what it was. It was a wall, and it was a stockade. You couldn't see anything, and it just, it just cut everything off. First of all, they didn't get a permit. So they were told they had to cut it down or take it off. They ended up just chainsawing the, the uh, fence down to four foot. It's very difficult to imagine having a six foot wall on the side of your property. Um, it does, it shuts off the whole neighborhood. That's, that's my concern. It just, it's not pleasant looking. If there's more privacy or security, Within the four-foot fence, you could put shrubbery to reinforce that or to deter the coyotes or anything else that would jump in there. That's, and I don't understand the white fence. What fence, 
what is this fence going to look like? Is it panels? It, it, it's just a, solid. It'll be a white, solid. Solid. It'll look like wood panel. It's going to look like the back of a store. Uh, not quite, but almost it'll be plain white. Yeah. Okay. That's my concern. Thank you, ma'am. Anyone else from the audience wish to speak? I see some. I see we have. <laughs> There's a, there's a line, let's take a number. Yeah, Ray Rappo, uh, I live uh, behind uh, the gentleman uh, to the side, second house behind. And I've been in Brixville for the past half a century. And I don't think, I don't feel that six foot fence is necessary in this area. This neighborhood is, we, I would love to keep it the way it was 50 years ago, you know. And if we start this six-foot fence, uh, then all the neighbor, other neighbors will, will uh, ask for the same thing, you know, and the neighborhood will not look the same. You know. So I'm really not for a six-foot fence. We appreciate it. Excuse me, sir. For the record, would you be kind enough to restate your name and your address? My name is Ray Rappo. I'm on 11521 Chautauqua Trail, directly behind. Thank you. Mm. I mean, not directly to the side, second house. Thank you. Behind Bruce Comont here. Thanks, mm -hmm. Bruce. Um, yes, ma'am. <coughs> Good evening. My name's Karen Janka. I live at 8519 Weiss Road. So our entire backyard is Bob's side yard, and he's done a great job. We appreciate the old fence being removed. He's done a lot to clean up the yard. Um, he's a great neighbor. We appreciate that. Um, but for us, a big white six-foot fence would be entirely across our backyard. And we've kind of actually enjoyed seeing Bob's backyard as it is. So I think it's not that we're opposed to a fence. Bob had told us he was going to be doing something but a six-foot wide white fence isn't exactly what we kind of had in mind. I think um, you had mentioned about the possibility of going with what is code, which would be a wood or a wood-looking fence, um, four-foot, you know, totally fine. Again, his yard does sit up, so if you add six feet on top of that, it would be totally blocky. We would look at the tops of the trees and just the fence. So it's not that we're opposed to a fence. We just aren't quite sure about a six-foot white fence being appropriate for thank, what thank he's you, looking at. Thank you. Anyone else? We have the, somebody's doing research. I'm not trying to do anything to stop Bob from putting up a fence, but I just wanted to, uh, I learned something I had no idea about, and I don't know if any of you did. If it's a jumping coyote, we don't want to see it. Mr. Schwab, you've heard you've heard some of your neighbors, and I know everyone is very appreciative. And you know, this is what this process is. We, as chair, appreciate the civility everyone had, but you know this. Uh, I can't speak to when this code was put in, but I know Brexville sort of is a park-like community. One would say it is a park community, um, and that's, I think that's the, one of the reasons for four-foot is people do 
look through yard, their yard and other neighbors' yards, and they kind of enjoy that they're not sitting in the in the, in a city, or maybe th that you're sitting fence, 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 and. Uh, <clears throat> Hopefully, a smaller fence can take care of your security. If you want privacy, there is arborvitae. No one can stop you from putting up, um, you know, some trees or, you know, soldiers, et, et cetera. Right. I just wanted to, at least, I just wanted to say um, uh, that as we go through this uh, this process. Uh, anyone else have any further questions? Anything else you'd like to tell us, Mr. Schwab? No, I basically laid it out like we had planned and had uh, talked about. We appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, do I hear a motion to close? Sorry, Mr. Chairman, before you close, uh, the board may wish to consider and the applicant may wish to consider splitting these variances for two votes, one the height and the other the type of fence. And the, and the applicant may wish to consider changing the type of fence to um, meet code, would, which would mean we wouldn't would, need two would variances. Need a, then he wouldn't need a variance. So we'd need a split, you know. I think if you're probably going to go to plan B if we don't get it you know yeah I will talk it over with my wife and we'll discuss our options at that point yeah okay I appreciate that though mr. McBride. But thank you do I hear a motion to close are we done that yet no so move move second mr. McCrodden second by Mayor Ruby and all those in favor aye, aye. 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 opposed any abstentions thank you <laughs> thank you ladies um, and gentlemen and thank and thank, thank you, you everyone for your patience as we went through the public hearings um, would you please call the roll for the regular meeting Ms. Gagliano here mr. Hassman here Mr. Caruso? Here. Mayor Ruby? Here. Mr. Collin? Here. Mr. McCrodden? Here. Mr. Rose? Here. We received the minutes of our February 13th meeting. Are there any additions or corrections or comments for those minutes? Do I hear a motion to approve the minutes as submitted? So moved. Second. Moved by Mr. Caruso, seconded by Mr. Collin. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Any opposed? Any aye. abstentions? Thank you. Do I hear a motion appeal 2023-07 mr. chairman if I may I move that we vote on and if approved present to council for their consideration appeal 2023-07 for one a variance from section 1326.01 to allow two air actually it to me one air conditioner in the front 50% of the side of the dwelling rear 50% required and two, a variance from section 1326.02 to install a generator in the side yard instead of the rear as required by code, located at 8819 Snowville Road, parcel number 605-015, excuse me, 605-15-010. Second. It's been moved and, and seconded. Um, Mr. Sweetick, you heard, because you said you can only needed one, so that was only one air conditioner. Are you aware of that? Correct. So we okay. were able to locate the other one. That's no, we're 50%. And we yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, no, we did. We okay. appreciate that, but yeah. it is what was noticed, so it's making sure you that's what we're doing. Um, any further comment or questions? Please call the vote. Ms. Gagliano? Yes. Mr. Hassman? Yes. Mr. Caruso? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Collin? Yes. Mr. McCrodden? Yes. Mr. Rose? Yes. And for this appellant and for all appellants, uh, what that vote meant is that we have recommended to City Council. You won't know if it's been granted till a week from tomorrow. Um, you can, there are public meeting, you can be here, you can watch on uh, the city's uh, uh, Facebook page. Um, if you aren't there, if you call the building department on a week from Wednesday, they will tell you whether the variance was granted. You have six months to act on it or else it will lapse. Um, and you'll be back again asking for a, a variance. 
Um, do I hear a motion on Appeal 2023-08? Mr. Chairman, I move that the board vote on and, if approved, forward to council for its consideration. Appeal number 2023-08 for variance from section 1151.25D2B, a maximum of 192 square feet to allow 720 square feet for a shed located at 5250 Oaks Road, permanent parcel number 603-11-026. Second. Moved by Mr. Collins, seconded by Mr. Crusoe. Are there any further questions or comments? Please call the vote. Mr. McCrodden? Yes. Ms. Gagliano? Yes. Mr. Hassman? Yes. Mr. Russo? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Collin? Yes. Mr. Rose? Yes. To hear a motion on appeal 2023-10. Mr. Chairman, as I intend to read this into the record, I'm going to add a language amending this to say that it uh, will require a landscape screening as approved by the city arborist as was discussed with the applicant during the hearing portion. Thank you. And I'll also uh, make that same amendment to appeal 13 and 15, also with uh, uh, generators on the side yard. With that said, uh, Mr. Chairman, I recommend this bad as Board of Zoning Appeals uh, vote on appeal 2023-09 for uh, a variance from section 1326.02 to install a generator in the side yard instead of the rear as required by code, comma, Insert, quote, with landscape screening as approved by the city arborist, <coughs> comma, unquote, located at 725 Oakhurst Circle, permanent parcel 602-01-1017. Second. Moved by Mr. McCrodden, seconded by Mr. Collin. Any further comment or question? Please call the vote. Mr. Hasman? Yes. Mr. Caruso? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Collin? Yes. Mr. McCrodden? Yes. Ms. Gagliano? Yes. Mr. Rose? Yes. To hear a motion on 2023-10. Mr. Chairman, I uh, <clears throat> uh, move that uh, this Board of Zoning Appeals vote on and if approved, pass along to City Council for their consideration. Appeal 2023-10, uh, Woodland Deck Company for Mark and Christy Sponseller for one, a variance from section 1151.3924, enclosed porch not allowed, to allow hot tub screening to project in front of the building line and two, a variance from section 1151.262 to install a hot tub in front of building line on a corner lot located at 6610 Morningside Drive, permanent <coughs> parcel 603-21-077. Is there a second? Second. Moved by um, Mr. Hasman, seconded by Ms. Gagliano. Any further comment or question? Please call the vote. Mr. Collin? Yes. Mr. McCrodden? No. Ms. Gagliano? Yes. Mr. Hassman? Yes. Mr. Caruso? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Rose? Yes. Do we hear a motion on appeal 2023-11? Mr. Chairman, I recommend this Board of Zoning Appeals vote on and pass along to City Council Appeal 2023-11 for a variance from Section 1326.02 to install a generator in the side yard instead of the rear yard as required by code located at 9520 Whitewood Road, comma, insert, quote, with landscape screening as approved by the city, as city arborist, comma, unquote, permanent parcel number 601-21-048. Second. Moved by Mr. McCrodden, seconded by Mr. Collin. Any further comments or questions? Please call the vote. Mr. Caruso? Yes. 
Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Collin? Yes. Mr. McCrodden? Yes. Ms. Gagliano? Yes. Mr. Hassman? Yes. Mr. Rose? Yes. Do I hear a motion on Appeal 2023-12? Mr. Chairman, I move that the board uh, vote on and if approved, forward to council for its consideration appeal number 2023-12 for one, a variance from section 1157C2, minimum 25-foot side yard parking setback required to allow 14.23 feet and two, a variance from section 1183.04C, minimum 10-foot by 20-foot parking spaces required to allow 9-foot by 18-foot, and three, a variance from section 1183.15B1, minimum 10-feet landscape island widths required in parking lots to allow 9-foot located at 5800 West Snowville Road, permanent parcel number 604-23, Dash 005. Second. Moved by Mr. Collins, seconded by Mr. McCrodden. Any further questions or comments? Please call the vote. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Collins? Yes. Mr. McCrodden? Yes. Ms. Gagliano? Yes. Mr. Hassman? Yes. Mr. Caruso? Yes. Mr. Rose? Yes. Do we have a motion on 2023-13. Mr. Chairman, I move that this Board of Zoning Appeals vote on and pass along the City Council Appeal 2023-13 for a variance of Section 1326.02 to install a generator in the side yard instead of the rear as required by code located at 6770 Rivercrest Drive, comma, insert, quote, with landscape screening as approved by the City Arborist, comma, unquote, Permanent parcel number 601-03-055. Two second. Second. Moved by Mr. McCrodden, seconded by Mr. McCurso. Any further questions or comments? Please call the vote. Ms. Gagliano? Yes. Mr. Hassman? Yes. Mr. Caruso? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Collin? Yes. Mr. McCrodden? Yes. Mr. Rose? Yes. And do I hear a motion on our final appeal? Mr. Chairman, I <clears throat> move that this Board of Zoning Appeals vote on and, if approved, pass along to City Council for their consideration. Appeal 2023-14, Robert and Kristen Schwab for one, a variance from Section 1185.03A, maximum fence height of four feet to allow a six-foot fence height, and two, a variance from Section 1185.02D to install a solid vinyl-type fence instead of the permitted type of fence located at 11... 500 Cherokee Lane, permanent parcel 602-11-038. Second. Moved by Mr. Hasman, seconded by Mr. Crusoe. Any further questions or comments? Please call the vote. Mr. Hasman? No. Mr. Caruso? No. Mayor Ruby? No. Mr. Collin? No. Mr. McCrodden? No. Ms. Gagliano? No. Mr. Rose? No. And again, as I said, that a no here means that it, it will not go to City Council for a discussion at next week's meeting. A report from Council, Mr. Crusoe. Um, just that the Charter Review Committee continues to uh, make very good progress and um, do the next meeting is tomorrow night tomorrow at 6.30. Right. Uh, here in Council Chambers and also on Facebook. And uh, that concludes my report. If there were changes, would it be this November? Election It'll be on the ballot. It'll be November until you have time. Uh, Mayor Ruby. Uh, just that uh, sad news. We lost one of our uh, younger firefighters. Uh, he had been with us 40 years. 
Bruce Gordon. Uh, I, don't, I think many of you know who Bruce is. He uh, passed away after suffering from a long uh, illness. Wednesday will be the, uh, the wake, and then Thursday will be the funeral. So I uh, want to mention that to you in case uh, you have not already known of his, uh, his passing. And our sympathies go out to his family. Thank you. Ends my report. The, uh, uh, when he came in t this morning, Gina advised me that this is going to be her last meeting um, as she is um, um, leaving to take a lesser opportunity in a lesser <laughs> community. <laughs> no, um, she's taking a different opportunity. And I just want to, on behalf of the board, and I think everybody you served, we're very appreciative of the professionalism and the work you've done for us. There are going to be big shoes to fill um, for you, but stay in touch. Anything else for the good and welfare? Congratulations. Thanks. Do you hear a motion to adjourn? So move. Second. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Uh, stand adjourned. Thank you all for your patience. Thank you. Gina, I wonder if we should be including Bruce's amendment language into approval that we make on any side yard because uh, we did. He's good at it, though. He's good at it, and I think it's succinct. He's been doing it for a number of years. Too big to pick up anyway, right? Well, they tower over me. Oh, I know. My son's like two or three. So I just have two, so that was the one. I'm not sure. Oh, it's going to go. Can I sign one when I wasn't here? Yeah. Yeah, you do. It'll be sometime. I don't know if you got time this week. 50% of the house the same as air conditioner. Yeah, I just traded out on February for March because normally I would be training. Yeah, right, exactly. I've been fortunate in the getting me delirious doctor's appointments with the weather. Yeah, right. I have to it's amazing. for me. week I out of it. So I was very, very pleased with the surgeon and all that. Yeah, I meet with Senator Serino, fortunate, at 11. And the good news is it was caught well ahead of me having any issues, because what he said is that I have the surgery, I'm coming in in an 